You have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, I just keep. T- I kept telling. Uh, I kept telling Emilio that too. I was like, "Stop looking at the monitor," because he kept wanting to look at it to see how he was doing. So <laughs> I don't even know what it would be recording. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it always kind of awkward when you're starting? Yeah, like, it is because okay. you don't know where to jump in at, or yeah. you, know, you don't want to just say a bunch of things. You know, so it's it's always a little awkward just when you're starting out. Like we were talking about, you were just you just got back from Missouri. I just got back from Missouri, and that was a that was a great trip to go see Wicked. Yeah, it was just Wicked. So was that the same Wicked that was playing at Gamage? You know what? I don't I don't know if it was the same cast. Okay. I have a feeling that they have like a couple casts that kind of circulate at the same time. Because I feel like it was too fast for me to have left here and gone straight there. I thought that they were still showing here at Gamage. Oh, okay. So that's why I feel like maybe it's more than one cast that's going around. I mean, Wicked's really popular yeah it's a very popular so, show so. i mean it's i mean it's been around for over 10 years i think now so like i'm sure they have more than one cast going around you know who's actually one of um do you watch uh graceland yes you do watch graceland yeah um the guy uh the guy that's the main character he's i forgot his name now the dude that was on uh lame is rob Yes. Okay. I don't um, remember what his name is either. I don't remember. Adam, Adam Tevitt or something like that? Something like that, I think that, that's yeah. his name. Well, he's his background's in musical theater. Which made sense for which Les Mis. Les Mis yeah. yeah. But he was um, one of the first casts of Wicked. He was in that. And that's kind oh. of like how he started okay. with all that stuff. But I, I think it's really awesome because like, I didn't really recognize him right away when I saw him in Graceland that he was in Les Mis. Because obviously he's got like the curly dark hair in Les Right, Mis. right. But I always like seeing actors who have such a strong musical theater background. Like um, Kristen Bell is also very strong in musical theater before she became an actress. Right, right. So, <clears throat> I mean, she did obviously Frozen, right. which is music. And um, Burlesque, she sang in it with did Cher. Did she? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Because she was the girlfriend in that, right? The one that got cheated on? Yeah, but she has a solo in that where she's singing and stuff. Oh, I guess I've forgotten about that. So. That's what, you know, that's when uh, when I first uh, first watched Graceland, I was like, I saw that guy and I was like, that's the same guy from Les Mis, but it was such a different role because it wasn't musical yeah. at all. Like, Graceland's yeah. a cop procedural, but Which it's, I, I like it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, like, it I liked it too. Yeah. I thought the, the, the second season was kind of different. But the third season I thought was really great. Yeah, awesome. And yeah. his character has a lot of ups and downs, which is cool <laughs> because you're kind of seeing him do different different things because he starts as a goody two-shoes and then right. gets all dark. And, <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge fan of the guy that plays Briggs. Really? I like him. Yeah. like I, And I, you know what ruined it for me? Is because he played a nurse in Grey's Anatomy. Did he? Yes. And... um. <laughs> 
for some reason, like, that character was very feminine. And he wasn't, like, I, I mean, he, he was with one of the, the, the main doctors on the show. Uh-huh. But for some reason, like, his character was, like, completely different than Paul Briggs, who's, right, like, right. this, like, hardcore badass, you know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, when I first started watching Graceland, it was really difficult for me to kind of get used to that character because I kept wanting him to go back to that nurse <laughs> that he played in Grey's Anatomy. So it kind of threw me. See, like, but. I remember him mostly from uh, Rescue Me. He was okay, on that with yes, Dennis Leary. Yes. But he, I remember seeing him in, like, episodes of Law & Order, SVU. He always played a CSI tech. Mm-hmm. But um, it's funny that you say he was on Grey's Anatomy because he was also in that movie with Katherine Heigl where she played a bounty hunter. With uh, Gerard Butler? No, that, no, that was, was Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, yeah. It was her, Jason O'Mara, was the, the other guy. The guy she was trying to catch, capture. One for the money? Or just for the money? Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> Catherine Heigl plays a bounty hunter who she doesn't really know how to I do know, a bounty I know hunter. Which, I know what you're talking and about. And he, uh, Paul, the Paul Briggs actor, was uh, a guy who'd, who'd been a bounty hunter for a while, and he's kind of showing her the ropes. Okay. So I just thought that was when he... I, I assume when he was on Grey's Anatomy, Catherine Heigl was still on the show. I now Right now, I don't remember, because she kind of... I don't remember if it was if it was a season. I'm pretty sure she probably was. It was probably one of her last seasons, seasons? on. Yeah. And, um, that would make sense. That would be around the time when he was yeah. doing all, a lot of different shows. Yeah. Um, which... It was interesting, I was reading earlier that I guess they got renewed for another season, Grey's Anatomy. Or yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I'm watching it, and, I mean, it's been 10 years of Grey's Anatomy. So, like, I started when I was in high school watching this all the way, like... Now that you're I, an adult. Yeah, yeah, now that I'm an adult. So, like, okay, you start watching Grey's Anatomy, and, like, all right, it's this medical drama, dramedy, pretty much, because it has everything. Right, right. So... You know, you love it. In high school, I was obsessed with it. And then, like, you get older and you start watching more TV. You start, you know, developing your television palette. And, like, Grey's Anatomy, you're like, you know what I mean? Like, what are they going to (laughs) do? What else are they going to do? And it's like you can't stop watching it because you've grown up with the characters. So you want to keep on watching. And then, I mean, the last season, not the one that's on right now, something huge happens. And, um, I think you could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Derek Shepard right. dies, exactly. you know? So that's, like, such a vital part of the show since the beginning. And so um, I didn't watch it. Last season I didn't watch it at all because I knew that it was leading up to that. And I actually watched the episode last night where he actually dies. <laughs> and I was a blubbering mess, oh. you know what I mean? Because it's like you, you've you seen this up and down with this character for so long. So I think that I stayed on the Grey's Anatomy bandwagon just because I want to know what happens with to those the characters, characters right. you know? Christina Yang, which is Sandra Oh's character, right. she left the season last, the season before last, so I think the 10th season, okay. she, she was done. And that's difficult to kind of get adjusted to because she was one of the main characters as well. So you've seen the cast dwindle down from the originals. I heard that Katherine Heigl is supposed to come back. That's what I heard too. I think after her show, uh, was it not Madam Secretary? It was the other one that came out around the that same was time. That really, did really it was bad. It NBC. <laughs> She's like uh, Secretary of 
defense or something. I don't know. Either way, she's she's playing like CIA someone, and it, it didn't do well. So I think yeah, she's supposed to come back to. Which you know, I think she gets a lot of. I don't know her personally, obviously. I don't. I don't follow her in gossip uh, tabloids or anything. I think she's an okay enough actress. I don't see why she gets so much. I think she's so an much. okay enough actress too. But it's always like Richard always tells me this: like if you're not fun to work with, or like nice to work with, chances are you're going to get ridden off. Right. And it's like, I mean, I asked myself that question about Kristen Stewart. Like, how is this girl continuing <laughs> to get jobs? But she probably is a joy to work with. So She might be. Or know. maybe she's just indifferent. I, to me, I, I'd really see her as being more indifferent. Like, she doesn't talk to nobody. No one talks to her. So it's like easy. It's, it's just easy. It's easy. You get your scenes done and you go away. Well, because, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, Katherine Heigl has... I mean, can I say bitch? Yeah, yeah. she's known to be a bitch. Exactly. You know? Same as uh, Hathaway. Like, people yeah. say the same thing about Hathaway. But you know what? You hear With the Hathaway, same stories. Like, I want to be her friend. I don't want to be <laughs> Catherine Heigl's friend, but I do want to be in Hathaway's. That's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, deter- uh, decision. I don't well, know. I don't know, but like, don't you ever like look at a celebrity and you're like... It'd be cool to hang out with that dude. Yeah, no, all the time. But yeah, there's also the other ones that I'm like, I would, I yeah, couldn't stand absolutely. being around that like, guy. I would like to like hang out with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and not because, like, yeah, because <laughs> I don't think he's like. It's not like, oh, like he's like my childhood crush because of then sync. It's no, like I literally just want to like go to a bar with him and hang out. You know what I mean? <laughs> same like, and I mean this is all kind of like the same group because they're friends. So I kind of am attaching myself to their posse because like jimmy fallon like i would love to hang out with that oh yeah too. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just looks like he has a fun time yeah, all the time all the time doesn't matter where he is like it's just cool to hang out so but yeah i've always you know so like and then i would be like i wouldn't want to hang out with jonah hill like i just really feel like i would not really? want to be around him no do you think he's like mildly irritating because <laughs> like I don't know if I can hang out with Seth Rogen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think about it, and I'm like, I, for some reason, yes, he's known for his laugh. Right. But I feel like it's fake. It's a fake laugh. Yeah, like, like, it's kind of forced. Yeah. I, I can I see that, I but I think it would be, I, I don't know, I, I feel like we would just crack each other up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I fall for the fake laugh. Have you, I mean, you haven't watched Steve, the Steve Jobs movie, right? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. But no. It'll be interesting to see him. And so in many that. people are saying yeah. that he do, he does a great job. Which for me, it's a little bit hard to right because you expect him just to be the kind of clown, you know? Yeah, yeah. because that's what he's always played. So right. you know, I just I, I don't know. I, I want to watch it. I mean, I know that um, Michael Fassbender is amazing, right? But you know, I, I'm interested to see how Seth Rogen does, which is kind of like the same thing with Jonah Hill. Because, like, you're expecting him to be the clown, and then he comes out and does something like Moneyball, which is a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. Or, what's the other one? A Wolf of Wall Street. Well, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, he was he's still, still kind of He's a clown still the, the jokester of the group. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of. But even Moneyball, like, I understand that he was playing a real life person. I still felt like he was just Jonah Hill. Like, I didn't feel like he was doing any stretching in his I've, acting. I've, I've had this conversation with him before. <laughs> and, and, yeah, there, but there are some actors that that's. That works for them. Like George Clooney yes. is the same person. George Clooney is George Clooney every in every movie. movie. Yeah, like it's like just call him George. <laughs> but that works for him, and he's he, he draws audiences, and and I'll go watch a George Clooney movie. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't watched it, but I haven't wanted to watch it. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Okay, so Tomorrowland is a, a family movie. It's a family kid movie, and like when I first watched it, I was like, oh well, 
I, I get it. I get what they were doing. It's kind of like, I now I've never seen Wally, but I understand there's a big, uh, you know, environment storyline in there and like trying to save the Earth. Tomorrowland's kind of the same way. It's it's okay. heavy in the moral. It's really heavy in there, and it's uh, you know, if you watch it with the just sitting there thinking, this is kind of incredible. Like these things that they want to do. The only problem is that it doesn't really have a plot. Not it's, it's not so much a plot. It doesn't have a a a device, I guess, a plot device. You're just waiting for something to happen throughout the whole movie, and ne- never and really it never happens. happens. Yeah. So I... you're just kind of on this adventure with the with the, with these two characters, George Clooney and uh, the girl. The girl. I don't remember what her <laughs> name is. Britt. Britt Robertson. Okay. She uh, and they're they're going, you know, in the shenanigans with robots and futuristic tech and stuff. So it's 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 a spectacle, but it's a family spectacle. So it's it's. So just... you kind of liked it. I didn't. Okay, so the first time I watched it, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it either. I went back and watched it again uh, when it came when it was like on on uh, VOD, and it's and I was like, okay, I, I see what it was doing now, and I, I didn't have this other expectations for it, so it it was okay. Well, I mean, what worries me about that is that you're an adult, and it took you the second time around to kind of understand it, and if it's more of like a family movie. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not that I didn't understand. It, it's that I didn't. It's not what I was expecting. Okay. So, so you went in with a different expectation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting sense. more of a, a, I guess, adventure kind of a movie, which it does do adventure. It just doesn't do it well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Getting back to the Grey's Anatomy, yeah. I did watch the first two seasons when I was when it first came on. And okay. I, was, I was in college at the time, and I, I think I watched it because I was more into the idea of it being a medical drama or medical procedural, I should say, not a medical drama. And uh, once I, I, I mean, figure out that it's all about the 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 romance and the love reactions and stuff like that, you know, it, I was like, oh, okay, I understand what it is. And, and I think af- I think after the second season, I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I don't really, I'm not invested in these characters all that much. Well, so. and you know what? The truth about Grey's Anatomy is, I think that it's more targeted towards women. You know what I right. mean? Like, and and because I don't know a lot of guys that watch it that are you know religiously watching Grey's Anatomy. Like, I mean, if I'm watching it with friends or family, like you know, my dad will watch it. Because we're watching it, but it's not a show that he's actually... And it's Shonda Rhimes, which right. Shonda Rhimes does Grey's Anatomy, does Scandal, does How to Get Away with Murder, I right. believe. So, like, all of them are a lot more hardwired for female, female right. audience. You know what I mean? I don't really think that they're targeting men, you know? But, I mean, Thursday nights, it, it's back to back to back. ABC of, is uh, Shonda Rhimes yeah, TV right absolutely. there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like the lady, like bow down because she is making tons of money. You know, she is. she's found her niche. Because and I didn't watch. I didn't watch Scandal. I've never seen an episode of Scandal, so I'm I, caught up with that. I and understand I'm caught up with what it's about. I just don't think it's. I see, like the idea of what the Olivia Pope character does would really intrigue me of of solving problems, of? coming in and okay. cleaning and stuff like that. Ray Donovan is what I thought that would be. Well, he is kind of a cleaner in the first season. In the first season, and then it completely changes. It's but, all about his family in the second season. Yeah, and the first season, like I was totally into it. Like I wanted to see more of him cleaning up celebrities' lives. Or, exactly, you know That's what exactly I mean. Like I, I wanted like... all that, and then it totally geared off of that. Olivia Pope actually, you do 
they uh, they intertwine it pretty well with having a case that she's working on. Okay. And then having her obviously her presidential affair romance, drama. Yeah, yeah, drama. Okay. And, but it is like I think about you watching it, and I think you would just get pissed off. That show. <laughs> so like the acting is really good, but it's a lot of recycled characters from all the Shonda Rhimes show. Like, or not characters, actors. So right. you have a lot of people from the Shonda Rhimes family that are coming up ever right. so often and stuff like that in, in all of these shows. Like, in Scandal, the person who plays the vice president at a certain point is Meredith Grey's mother in oh, Grey's Anatomy. okay. And her father in Grey's Anatomy, Thatcher, is Cyrus Bean in, in Scandal, who's like the main right-hand man of the president. So it's, like, really weird because they're all characters that, like, hey, those are, you know, Grey's Anatomy's <laughs> main character's parents, but now they're playing, like, these political figures in another show. So, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, literally Thursday nights, she takes over. Right. And 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 I don't know. I, I, I watch them, but I do think that they're – targeted at me you know like i don't really i don't see you ever sitting down on a thursday night and watching but i I did watch i did watch the first season of how of how to get away with murder did you like it i did i did like the first season you liked the flashback thing like how all the episodes are back and forth right kind of teasing you yeah yeah and how it's it's you you get a little piece here and then it relates back to the flashback and what they're doing and then i liked the fact that it was kind of a crime procedural too where they were trying each week they're trying to solve or how to get someone off basically yeah from a, a murder charge um and then when viola davis won i was like that's that's great the show is good i went back and watched the first season or the first episode of the second season i'm like all right i don't know how i'm gonna like this i haven't watched past the first episode i have them all recorded but i haven't watched past I- I'm up to date with okay. the show, and I, I think it's weaker than the first season. Because, and then I and I get that because like the whole Where first season, yeah, the whole first season is so contained, and you have this the murder of her of her husband, and you're figuring out. Where what's going to happen, and now it's like, okay, well, it you're just of, building off of yeah, that again. It kind of almost feels like it could have been just a one-season show. Right. You know, And, and I would have been okay with that. It, I would have been content. I, I would have been all right. Like, yeah, I think the characters are cool, and, you know, you kind of want to see them continue on. But, like, I just, they're still, like, grasping on to that first situation that right. happened to her husband's murder and stuff by, like, literally, like, the skin of their teeth you know what i mean and then now they're trying to push something else in and it's just way over the top so you're just kind of like where are they going to go from here where what what are they going to continue to build on what the heck are they going to do for a third season you know what i mean like because you really don't and then it also it's like it gets to be like the fact like okay so the second second season starts off with that first episode and they're in class again i'm like Shouldn't they? Shouldn't it be a different class? Shouldn't it be a different set of students? Shouldn't like? Why is it? It just it doesn't to me as an audience. I, it took me out of it to watch them be in class again, which is supposed to be what this uh, first year post grad student. Yeah, they're you know, all law. Yeah, they're students. all law students, and and they're 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 learn the classes how to get away with murder. I mean, I know that's not exactly what it is. She calls it that, but like it doesn't really make any sense to me that it's the same class of students i never even thought of that <laughs> I, I really i didn't even think of that but but you're right 
like, first of all, how the hell are they even still in class with all the crap that's going on? You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? Like, how do you have time to study when she's working you like a horse on all of her cases? You I know? know. It's like, I mean... I heard law school's supposed to be pretty difficult, especially the first year. I would and think these, so. these kids are like taking on like real cases at the same time taking some of their tests and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's 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 pretty interesting. I don't um, I watched it with um, my mom uh-huh. and um, the whole back and forth confused her. Right. So I had to be explaining to her every two seconds what actually was going on because it was like, you know, she going round and round and round. She's like, I have no idea what's happening. I have no, no idea who killed who or whatever. Right. And, um, and I it, think it's funny because a lot, it seems like a lot of shows since that is, are doing the whole flashback are. and forth kind of they thing. Are. Like Quantico. Quantico this does season that. Is doing it. I think, did you watch Secrets and Lies? I didn't watch Secrets and Lies. Okay. I have it on my queue. You need to watch it. I thought it looked good. And they sold it to you like it's a one season show and it's done. But now but they're coming back. For they're a coming season. back for a second season, and it's because they're you know it's making money. But so. are they using the same cast? I I, I, I think I heard Juliette using, Lewis okay. is the only one that's. It's going to be like now based on her character. Okay. So she's the detective in it. Um, the whole cast that had to do with like Ryan Phillippe and um, Fogel, Dan Fogel, is that I right? That's yeah. His name. Um, I am not positive on whether or not they're coming back for the second season. But that was a show that it was advertised as a one-season show, and I enjoyed it and was excited because it's kind of like, you know, you're like, yeah, how are they going to do a second season of this? Like, this is one case that happens. That's that's funny because uh, Grace Point, which I think I told you to watch that one, right? Grace Point? Or did I tell you to watch Broadchurch? No, you told me Grace Point. Okay. And then you said, you know, if you want to go back and watch Broadchurch, but there's not really that big of a difference. Right. No. The, yeah. The, the difference ending? is there's a slight change in the ending. Okay. So it's, it's I haven't watched it yet. But. It's there. Um, I just I just brought it up because uh, Fox has decided not to go on with the second season of Grace Point, which I understand, and that that show in itself contains itself in that first season. Yeah. So it's good enough. It's enough for you. You don't need to. You don't. You don't need to go back and revisit any. Well, because it's where do you go from there? You know what I mean. Like you don't really. And that's kind of what happens in the second season of Broadchurch. The second season of Broadchurch has a lot of. It only builds off the same crime that happened in the first season. Okay. So that's that's why I, I think it's a good idea. I mean, though I love both shows. Which one do you like better? Literally, they're the same. They're they're so similar that but you I don't, don't, I don't you don't see. have a preference for the acting. Like you no, know, like, I mean, I know the the guy's the same, but right, you know. exactly. And I think since he's the driving force for for the both shows, okay that it, it's okay. Uh, Anna Gunn as the female detective in it does a really great job, but so does the British actress that does it. And I don't remember what her <laughs> name is. I only know that she was in uh, she's in she's in uh, Hot Fuzz. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay, so, you know. So, and yeah, you, British actors, yeah. You, you see them, you do the same things all the time. So, yeah, that's it, it's it's it was just as good as the American version. The American version is just as good as the British version. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which I, Secrets I and Lies is also based off of... Is it? Is it a Norwegian show or something like that? Maybe an Australian show? I don't know. It's it's out there. I remember... Th- I, I, don't, I don't remember hearing Secrets and Lies. You're probably right. The one that I did hear that was Australian, I believe it's Australian, was The Slap. The Slap, yeah. And then it was, they did the, the, the American, American version with Zachary Quinto and... Um, Peter Sarsgaard? Yes. Um, which, and Danny Newton. 
Right. Which and it was, was great. Was it great? I loved it. But they got canceled after like it, the first couple episodes. And I don't know they? why. No, it went through. Did the whole season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. I, I wanted to watch it. it. I just didn't get around to it. So I assume it's going to be on Netflix soon enough. Yeah. It was really, really good. Probably on Hulu. It was really good. I'm I'm kind of like addicted to Hulu right now because they're doing... I, I decided to kind of upgrade and get the version that... Uh, you don't have to no see commercials. commercials. That's awesome. Oh, it was so nice. <laughs> so nice. Because it's like it was awesome before. Because like, all right, I could watch my shows if I missed them and didn't record them or whatever. But having, it's kind of sad when 75 seconds becomes way too much to right. handle. <laughs> so. Well, see, okay. I'm the same way. Um, the only time I ever usually check out Hulu is when I miss something or my DVR happens to cut off something. So I'll go to Hulu because I know I can catch it there unless it's on CBS because for whatever reason CBS <laughs> doesn't want to participate. But um, sometimes the 75 seconds that's supposed to be the commercial break lasts a lot longer because my internet doesn't quite work right or something happens. And it's like you're already paying for this service. Why is there – I know it's limited commercials. It's not as hey, much. I don't care if it's limited commercials. I'm paying. It yeah. shouldn't have to be and, there. And especially when – I mean 75 seconds but in a show that you're like – on the edge of your seat wanting to know, like, it gets exasperating. Exactly. Like, I'm, like, literally, like, wanting to throw things at, at the screen. I usually watch it, like, either on the TV or on my computer, and I'm, like, dying because it's, <laughs> you know, a 75-second commercial. 15-second ones I can handle. I'm like, all right. But then it also, it also wants you to pick your commercial. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I don't that's, care. That's more I'm time. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it's not, like, <laughs> it's, I'm not paying attention to it either. Uh, so, yeah, that's terrible. Um... But they and they have opened up the new service, which is going to cost more to to so that you don't have commercials at all. Then eventually, there probably will be commercials in that too. Some of them do have commercials. Oh, good lord! Like like ABC, uh-huh. they have like um, limited commercials still, but they don't interrupt the show. So you have like a fifteen second commercial before the show starts. Okay, and then the show runs continuously; it doesn't have any interruptions. And then there's another 15 second commercial at the end where I'm like, who the hell is staying on and watching the last 15 second commercial? <laughs> no way. You know? I'm like, already the backed up to go to the next episode. So, so, I mean, and it's nice. It's, it's really nice because it kind of feels now like you're streaming like on Netflix or streaming on somewhere else and you're not having to deal with, with any of the commercials. And Hulu probably noticed that and was like, all right, we need to step it up and see. Yeah. Obviously, you have to do? pay more, but. Um, they have access to a lot more shows, so people right. would be willing to and pay for it. And up-to-date shows. Yeah. Um, which also is, uh, I don't know if you saw this earlier in the week, but YouTube came up with the uh, subscription-based uh, memberships. No, I haven't heard so of you that. So normally YouTube is just free, but now you, for like a $10 a month fee, you can get uh, ad-free YouTube. So you don't have to wait for the, you can skip this after so much time <laughs> or the... The painful ones where it's like uh, two minutes and you can't skip it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on. No, I, it's totally true. And it's crazy to see the um, evolution of television. Because now even, you know, I mean, a lot of people still use their DVRs and stuff like that and record it straight off of TV. But, you know, streaming companies and stuff like that have become the norm now for yes, television. exactly. So it's kind of like everyone else is kind of like, all right, we got to do this. So, right, you know, it's it's pretty crazy the way that everything's headed. So almost it almost makes me wonder because you know with Hulu going to a not a, a more limited or non commercial uh, subscription base, and then YouTube having it 
having a subscription where you don't have commercials. What are the advertisers thinking? Because, I mean, this way, Hulu and, and YouTube are still getting their money, but advertisers aren't getting their ads out there. No, I and, and you're right. It's, it's a good question because, obviously, Hulu did have all the commercials because they still owed it. Since they're not showing it on, on live television, right. those people aren't making money because of their advertising. So I don't... I don't know. It's kind of like a crazy concept to think about because of where television is going with streaming and everything. What what what's going to happen to to ads and stuff? I think it's gonna. I think I think we're gonna see more uh, uh, in program um, television. Not television in program. Oh, like product placement. Product placement. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I that think makes you're, sense. You're going to see more people talking about how their Toyota Corolla does really great on highways for whatever reason when they're oh, but driving I feel like around. That's going to be so weird. <laughs> it is weird. Whatever it happens. It. You yeah. already see it when they like zoom in on the telephone, or they open <laughs> it and they're using you know Microsoft, whatever they're or Windows, whatever they're on. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it, definitely. It's, it's crazy because you're like, that's so freaking. And obvious. you know who the biggest perpetrators of that is? And we talked about it earlier. Because Graceland is on USA Network, and USA Network is the biggest perpetrators, especially <laughs> car ones. Like, they linger on cars way too long sometimes, or they'll be like, oh, this is a really smooth ride. Or it's like, oh, the, the navigation on this is great. It's like, I know it's an ad, and I see what you're trying to do to be clever, but it's just too much. I don't it, It's crazy. I always see it now, too. And it's true. There's like a lingering... Yeah. <laughs> on everything now. And you're like, really? Really? <laughs> Trying to take me out of the show. It's crazy. What else are you watching? Um, you'd probably, you'd probably think it's a lot of like trash TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, a lot of my shows, like I watch on Hulu because, well, now I'm starting to watch them again because we didn't have cable right so we just because i really didn't watch anything i mean everything that i was watching was on like netflix or and on hulu so i really wasn't you know so i, I literally go on hulu and i'm watching shows like serial right in a serial way so um i love uh the mini project <laughs> like love the Mindy which got project. picked up by hulu right yeah because okay. they i guess canceled it with, on fox on fox and then they got picked up and I like Mindy Kaling. I think she's really funny. Like, I, I really do. And, you know, she started as a writer on The Office, right. which I'm a huge fan of The Office. And um, I admire her a lot because she started, like, 23 writing for this show and then got a character on The Office and then now, you know, has her own books, has her own TV show. And a lot of people find her mildly annoying, which I'm going to take a guess and say that you're one of those people. No, actually, I don't think she's annoying. No? Okay, cool. I, no. Um, and I, I really like, um, I didn't watch her show though either. So, (laughs) well, it's funny and I'm always like laughing out loud, like funny. Like I, 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 I enjoy that show so much. Um, and I also really like, um, the guy who plays Danny Castellano and I'm not going to think of his name. You remember one of the things he's on? Yeah. Have you watched the movie Ira and Abby? No. Um, he's on, um, Newsroom. Okay, who's he on the Newsroom? Um, maybe it's a Newsroom, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so in mini in the mindy project he's one of the main stars yes okay um he's like a shorter looking to dude very like italian looking okay i know who you're talking about because you know i've about? seen the promos for the show and i know his name i, feel I don't so think he's horrible. on the oh no he is on the newsroom he's the son of the right? of the lady that owns the the comp the the network okay i'm right then. yes you are right, that's all i care okay. about i'm right <laughs> um, um he's Amazing. I kind of almost like him more in the show than I do Mindy. Really? Yes. Like, okay. he is so funny. And he's another doctor in the show, isn't he? He is. They're okay. all um, OBGYNs, so they all uh, deliver babies. So okay. that's, like, what they all... It's a practice, and they're all, like... It's all about their, their storylines. Mainly Mindy's and his, but... You know, it's so funny. I, I, I'm watching it all the time. I used to watch New Girl, and okay. those were the two shoes that I was watching. And New Girl... I loved it. The first season was great. And then I've kind of lost interest in it completely. I don't know what happened or what. And I think we've had this discussion before. It was because they put them two together so That's quickly. That's exactly where I lost. That it was like, meh. I yeah, don't care I, about anything else. Like, I love Schmidt. His character's yeah. hilarious. But it's like, I don't know if it's enough to keep me wanting to watch the rest of the show. Um, I, uh... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same way, because The New Girl, I, I watched the first and second season, and I thought it was a great show. They had a great dynamic cast, uh, Coach, Winston, Schmidt, you know, all of them were, were hilarious. And then they were, like, they started planting the seeds of, they're gonna get together. They're, they're gonna, gonna get, get together. together. I'm and like, it's like oh. I love them as friends. Like, they were yeah, so, they it were... was so cool to see a show where they were roommates and they weren't being pushed to be together. Exactly. You know? And their and, shenanigans they got together were funny. Yeah. And then they, they got together and I'm like, oh, well, I'm done with this show because the, now all the episodes and storylines are going to be about that. Yeah, I haven't gone back. I really haven't gone back no. to watch it. Like, if it's maybe on TV playing now, I might watch it just, you know, kind of as background, but I'm not really invested in any of the characters anymore. Um, the other show that I did watch and loved was The Fall, which, which is a British show on Netflix, though. Okay. And, and that has... Um, Dana Scully in it, right? Yes. I forget what her name uh, is right now. Me too. Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. <laughs> which she looks, I mean, I don't think she's that young anymore. And she looks amazing in this show too, <laughs> you know? And they obviously have Mr. Christian Grey in it. He's the oh, really? main character. Yeah. And it's like, he plays like this serial killer type of dude. And like, you, I mean, I like... Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of, Shades of Grey, like, he's supposed to be, like, this, like, very dark, moody person, and, like, it sucked. And then you see his character in The Fall, I'm like, where was this when you were, you know, filming that movie, I, I, you know? I wonder if they saw The Fall, and they were like, well, this is the kind of guy that we want, and they put him in you, I, I don't Shades know. Of Grey. And I don't know what the years are, like, I'm if, pretty sure The it, Fall came out before. Okay, well, it's, I, I thought that it was great. Okay. Like, it was a really, really good show. I watched it from beginning to end in a couple of days. And um, and I don't really get into British shows very much. Really? They seem to be a little bit slow for me. They are. They, they're like, definitely slower than Very dialogue-driven, which I don't mind dialogue-driven, but like I don't know if it has to do with, you know, culture and how maybe we don't understand um, some of their humor. Or, you know, because British humor, it's like The Office. The Office started right. with Ricky Gervais. And, like, I've gone back to try to watch the British version, and I can't get into it. And I don't know if that makes me, like, no, it's just small-minded a, or, you know, like, no, oh, I can't get into it. No, it's a completely different type of humor. They, they, the, both shows, same premise, office, play, office space, but it's 
two different shows. It is, but like you, you, you throw something in like Hot Fuzz or anything that Nick Frost and um, Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg do, and I love their stuff. <laughs> but you give me something more like a drama, like that's on Netflix has a lot of like the BBC shows right. and stuff like that. And so you're not a fan of Downton Abbey then? I watched the first season. I haven't watched it. And cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm not dying to go back and right. continue watching. Figure out what these characters are doing. I think it's kind of crazy, like, that it gained such a huge right? following. Like, I do. I really do. I don't... I never saw the allure. Like, I was like, all right, like, yeah, you're going to follow around the drama of people. Of upstairs, downstairs. It's yeah. like, that's the big... The, the, the social classes and stuff like that. And I get it, but I'm like... Eh, I'd I mean, rather, sorry. I'd rather like, see some people shooting each other. Or something. Yeah, like I, I need a little bit more action, and and, and like I've been noticing that like the past, you know, couple of years where there was British shows that people were raving about, and I'd start watching them, and I'm like, ugh. The other one, which I know people might get upset because they probably like it, and she's winning Emmys all the time for it, is Veep. Like everyone was like, oh, this is such a great show. This is. You know, she's obviously winning the the, the uh, Emmy for the Best Actress. And right. I watched the first episode, and <laughs> I did not get into it. And I was like, all right, well, it's cool, but, like, I find a lot of other stuff funnier. And, and I don't know, maybe I am, like, a little bit immature when it comes to television watching. Because, like, I, I, they're a little bit more cerebral. You know what I mean? Like, they're funny. They're comic, uh, comical, but they're trying to get in. You know, they're political jabs. They're oh you know. yeah, no, I get it, and I don't. I wouldn't say that. I because I think I, you like the, the newsroom, right? And I do like newsroom. Yeah, I, that was a great show, and it's very political and it's very intelligent. Since Aaron Sorkin, uh, I'm the same way. I never watched Veep. I was like, ah, I'm not, I don't think it's something that's really speaking to me. Like uh, if it's winning awards, I'll give it a chance. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it's winning like Emmys and everyone's just like ranting and raving about them, and then. You know, I'll I'll give it a a try, but nothing yet. That's like Veep, for example. Like I, I haven't been able to to really get into it, or or you know, I literally watched the first like ten minutes of the Did show. Did you like, watch Duh. The Brink? Why does that sound familiar? This HBO show about uh with uh, Tim Robbins. Oh, hate hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Straight up hate. It. I loved it. Ugh. I thought it was hilarious. Ugh. Richard watches that show, and every time that it'd be on, I'm like, I'm out of the room or somewhere else because it's it was painful for me to watch. <laughs> like I could not, I could not, I, I can deal with it. Fair enough. Like I, I, I don't know what it is about it. I, I just, I, it's too cheesy. Like it's way too over the top for me. <laughs> like Tim Robbins was always in a damn plane. And like, yeah, he was flying around. Yeah, like all, always, like in that. <laughs> and then all the other characters, like, I don't know, like, and I like Jack Black. I think he's really funny. I just could not get into those. Um, See, that's why I think like characters. like Jack Black's character in that is is so toned down for Jack Black. Like it's a, it's a character. You know, you you watch a Jack Black movie and he's going to be doing flips and he's going to be doing like uh, very physical comedy. Exactly, like, but like, this is not that's not him in this. Yeah. Is it's, it's more. Uh, it's more him, I guess, stretching as an actor. But and then Tim Robbins is doing, you know, I don't know. There's a- as an actor, and then he's also living under the shadow of his older brother Liev. So right. it's like, you know what I mean? Like he, Liev is always getting like bigger roles and stuff like that, and he was always like this like minor character. <laughs> and um, 
I watched Law and Order SVU. Right. And he had one of the big big villain roles yeah, in, in the last couple seasons. Awesome. Like I loved it. You he know? did great. He did so good. And then he's also in um Orange is the New Black. Which, which I never watched the third season. I don't know if he's in it. But oh, okay. he was in the first first two. and yeah, second. Yeah, and I I loved him in that. I thought I mean he played the creepy and the no. first thing I saw him in, I remember seeing him in, was uh, The Wire. He was yeah, in that. And he then was in he the was wire. also in uh, a show on FX for the first season, because it only lasted one season. It was called Lights Out. It's I all didn't about watch boxing. That. And he played the the guy who owned the boxing gym that her, his brother fights out of. And, but he was doing a lot of shady deals and stuff. And I was like, this guy is obviously, like, I could just tell from that that he was someone you should watch, because he's going to be getting more roles. And then he did. So I, you know, that's that's cool that he's he's getting yeah, it's kind and of fun he to reminds see me a lot of Corey Stahl. Like started really? off as like just the way they do their acting. Okay. Like he started off as uh, first thing I remember seeing Corey Stahl in was uh, the new Law and Order Los Angeles that they had like one season of or two seasons of, and he was a police he was a police detective in that and. From there on, it's just okay. House of Cards, you know, Ant Man, you know. It, what was oh, what was the movie where he was in Jason Bateman and they? This is where I leave you. Yes, great I loved movie. That he movie. did a great job in that movie. Everybody in that movie did a great job. He was the older yeah, brother. Yeah, he was the older brother. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. That's the only thing I probably like Adam Driver in. Really? I don't like him. Why? Because he's awkward looking. No, he's gonna be in the new Star Wars. I know he's in the new Star Wars. <laughs> him and Oscar Isaacs. I don't like Oscar Isaacs either. Are you either. kidding me? <laughs> I don't like him. Are you kidding? I am me? not kidding you. Why? <laughs> I just don't like his acting. I don't. I don't. I don't find it to be as phenomenal as everybody else. What? <laughs> I mean, like, like I said, I don't know these people personally. They, I don't. I'm not. When I say I don't like them, I don't mean that I don't like them. You don't like personally. their talent. I don't like the or way you think that they, they don't have talent. <laughs> it's not so much. I don't think they don't have talent. I don't think that they. I don't think they deserve as much of the hype as they're getting. What the hell, Mitch? <laughs> so did you not like Ex Machina? I did like Ex Machina, despite him, because I liked. Uh, the other guy. I Who's forget. also going to be in Star Wars. Right. He's also in Star Wars. But I forget what his name is. Glassman? Something like no. that? No. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The red-headed British right. guy. <laughs> he was in About Time. I don't know if you saw that. I with Rachel. That. It was a great movie. So good. So you like him. You, you kill me. Like, it's so funny how, like... The you, people I do like, the yeah, people I don't like. like, it's so crazy. <laughs> because then you, you, you say something to me like, you know, I hate this movie, but I love... The uh, about time, what right? Is it? Yeah, is it about, about time. time. About time and ex machina. No, no, no. About time, but is that the name of the movie? I think so. Isn't it the one with him and Rachel McAdams yeah. and time travels? I don't and... know why that sounds weird, but you're, you're probably right. But um, like it, like it throws me that you like love that movie and then like can hate something else that I thought was like so amazing. <laughs> and it's funny because like. About time is like a, a, a romance. Oh, know? definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I like it. I like that. Like you're a guy that actually like admits to liking like these romantic <laughs> comedies without saying like, "Ah, uh, that's a chick flick. I don't want to watch it." You know all that stuff. So. Well, it didn't hurt, hurt that it had time travel in it and people that I liked. But then again, I didn't like the time traveler's wife. That's wasn't a good movie. <laughs> also, Rachel McAdams. Also, Rachel also McAdams. romantic time travel for some reason. I, and I mean. I, I think I'd pull the girl card there and say that I like that one just because I am a girl and it was, you know, this whole romantic story. But, uh, no, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't, Corey Salt, when he stuck out to me, was in um, 
is it Midnight in Paris? It's the Woody Allen film where he plays Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, I think, yeah, Midnight in Paris yeah, with uh, like, Owen Wilson. Yeah, and that's the first time that I saw him because he's in the bar playing Ernest Hemingway, and I thought that he was so fantastic. And then he came out in House of Cards, and it was like, this guy is awesome. I want to see him in more. I didn't watch Ant-Man. Okay, you didn't watch Ant-Man? I haven't watched Ant-Man. Wow. Yeah, I know that's kind of sad, but I haven't watched <laughs> it. But I've heard that it was really good and that he was good in it. Yes, I thought so. So, you know, I that's I, I guess now that I'm thinking about it and you're talking about the similarities bet- between him and Pablo Schreiber, I kind of see it. Okay. Like, I kind of see how they have, like, the same, you know, sort of acting style. Or maybe it's, like, their decisions. Like, the decisions that they've, like, right. done in their careers their career, right, are yeah. very similar. That's, what I, that's how I see it, too. Yeah. And Adam Driver, going back to him... <laughs> I don't like. I just don't like the the way he he portrays most of his characters and like his the way that uh, it's it's very millennial in a lot of his so he put, roles. Did you watch while we were young? I I didn't watch it. Okay, that's the one with uh, Ben Stiller, right? Yeah. And then I have it. I'm gonna let you watch it. Okay. And then you tell me what you think because then he's like the epitome of hipster in that movie, <laughs> you know. So so I mean, and you don't watch girls. No, I don't watch girls, and I know he's a big part of that. Show, he's, right? Yeah, he's he's one of the lead roles in that. Do you not like? Have you not watched any of it? Girls? No, I haven't watched any of it. Why? I don't know. Just at first, it, it got back past me. I didn't even know anything about it. Then uh, more and more people and things were talking about it, and I was just like, oh, maybe it's something I'll go check out. But I just never did. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, hate it. it's, well, it's not, I mean, I don't want to say that I'd hate it. Like you were saying, I, I did like About Time. You know, there there yeah, are things this out is, there. This is like really like crude. Like, <laughs> I have you watched Broad City? I have. I like Broad City. <laughs> I fucking love Broad City. <laughs> I think it's so so funny. And then Girls is like you'd feel like because well, Girls is on HBO, so right. you know, profanity, nudity, like all that can be shown. Brad City beats it crude wise, and it's not on, um, you know, it's HBO. not, yeah, it's not on HBO. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if you'd like it because, because it's on HBO and because there's nudity, because it's crude. Like, I don't know if you'd like girls. Right. Because, like, I don't even know how to explain the show because it's really <laughs> weird. And I watch it. I don't love it, but I, I do watch it. Uh-huh. And, um, that's how I feel about Silicon Valley. I don't love it. But you watch I don't even it. really like it that much, but I watch it. <laughs> I didn't. I you know I I I watched the first season. I haven't watched any of the second season, and the first season I didn't mind it. But I do remember hearing something about you not really enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, there's there are episodes that are really good of that show, and other than that, it's like I I okay. The thing is about me, uh, I don't like watching characters that are constantly beaten down. Like every episode of that show, the main character is. Uh, push down or you know has to come over something I didn't know that about you yeah I don't like it, it's just constant when it's when there's certain characters I mean the whole point is for them just to be downtrodden over and over and over again I'm like I get it I'm done I don't really want to watch this anymore so that's why I have a problem with characters that do that or that's shows like that do that to characters very valuable Mitch information <laughs> like, I'm not kidding like I feel like I'm gonna be able to understand you more <laughs> okay because of that little tidbit <laughs> because trust me there's been so many times when we're in the movie theaters and I'm like smiling from ear to ear 
because I love the movie so much and I look over at you and you're like, this was horrible. <laughs> and I'm just like completely... More of a, it was the millennial version of Sex in the City. That's why I guess I never got into it. I mean, I think that's a good way to like... You could say that. Okay. It's not but, so much about fashion and, and, and No, it guys. isn't about, about fashion. It is a lot about guys. Okay. Um, and all of their, you know, kind of like sexual escapades with all these different type of men and, you know. But I, they're, 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 the ideas are coming from Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. you know, who is also a writer and who's extremely feminist. And before girls, what I mean, did she 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 I think wrote and directed um her own movie. It's called like Little Furniture or Tiny small, Furniture. Tiny, tiny Furniture. Okay. She's in it and I think she wrote and directed it, if okay. I'm not mistaken. If not, maybe she didn't direct it, but I know she did write it. Um and starred in it. Um other than that, like this has been her her big one. Yeah, and it's because Judd Apatow kind of took her under oh, his wing. okay. And that's how Girls got done. Because she is in... Um, this is... Uh, this is 40? This is, is 40? Yeah. Okay. She's, she's in that. And um, she has like a minor role in it. And it's because of her relationship with Judd. Judd Apatow. My, pa- my pal, Judd. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your buddy. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like that's how kind of she started. But she's like really like hardcore feminist. And like you can really see that in the show. Right. Because she kind of deals with a lot of the issues with, you know, women in the workforce and um, abortion and, you know, like all those like big things you know issues that women, yeah yeah female issues yeah just that's kind of yeah. Issues, yeah and it is it is a, very much about millennials and like you said you know um adam driver <laughs> is the epitome of a, a, of a hipster <laughs> in that and and that's why and honestly like because the other movie that i saw adam driver and he had like a really smart small part in lincoln i don't know if you knew that or, i didn't know that yeah like really little and he's like they're working in like the telegraph room where they're like and so oh, okay. I don't know if you remember that scene or I something. I think I remember. But he's see- talking to, to you, two younger guys. Uh-huh. And Adam Driver's one of them. Okay. And um, I think he's so awkward looking that he looked like he belonged in that era. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and he's, like, a giant, you know, like, he's literally dude, super, yeah. super tall. So, like, he worked, and it was a tiny part, but he worked really well in that movie. Right. And then all the rest of his characters that I've seen him in have tended to be like this hipster looking dude. And um he he gets the role for Star Wars and I'm like this is really weird. Like it's really <laughs> weird that they chose him. And I don't know if maybe it's because he's awkward looking or you know what I mean, like very gangly type of looking uh-huh. guy. But he's supposed to be playing um Zylo Ren. Kylo Ren? Is it Kylo? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, it I, could be. I, I, my Star Wars knowledge is third person, like, and, or from like third party. Like, right. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan either. I, I know the movies. I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, I, I'm, I've refused to watch the new trailer. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you haven't. Uh. Uh-uh. Interesting. Because I'm. I'm. I'm doing the whole. I don't want. I want to see this stuff when I when I see it in the theater. I don't want to see it in the trailer, kind of. You thing. You don't want it to like ruin anything. Exactly. You want the experience. I mean, that, that's not that's not to say that I don't watch trailers. I usually do watch trailers, uh, just for things like this. 
uh, Age of Ultron, you know, any superhero movies. I usually just don't watch the trailers. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought Well, I just, were... it's only like it's something I did in the last year or two. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes I'll sense. watch the first few like teaser trailers just so I go, like, oh, okay, it's something I can get excited about. But then uh, when the main trailer comes out, I'm like, ah, I'll try not to watch it. Try. I, and that makes sense. Yeah. That way you don't have any expectations. Exactly. Kind of go in and on I, I try not to like... build any of the story in my head already. Oh, I know people that have already gotten <laughs> plot lines and are analyzing the trailers. And it's true. <laughs> bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy, but we'll see. I think it'll be good. I think so. Oh, I mean, obviously. Yeah. I, think, I think they're, yeah, they're, J.J. Abrams is doing from what? How epic is that? That he has Star Trek and Star Wars. And you know what? I think he did a great job with Star Trek. And that's a, a project that he didn't even like. When he he made that, he was like, "I'm more of a Star Wars person, so I don't really know a lot that's about Star Trek." Respectable, that's but like he did awesome. a great job by integrating all the old stuff into Star Trek. And I'm not even a big Star Trek person. I like I didn't watch any of the series. I didn't until either. after the movie came. I out. I didn't either. I, I I wasn't exposed to that Star Wars a little bit more because right, my dad a was a little bit into it. But um and. I remember we've had him on VHS, and he was like, you need to watch this movie, because this is, like, a very... It's going to be, like, a classic, and, you know, like, this is something that you should watch. But, um, but I, you know, J.J. Abrams, I mean, I, he's done a great job, and I'm really excited what he's going to do with, um, Star Wars. with Star Wars. And, I mean, more than anything, I'm just happy that Disney bought Marvel, or uh, that bought Star, bought Star Wars, Wars. <laughs> because they're building the park. Right. And I'm so excited for that. <laughs> the part, I mean, yeah, obviously Star Wars, or Mar- uh, Disney went and bought, bought Star Wars, and I think they were like, yeah, we're definitely making some more movies after Lucas was like, we're Are not making kidding? any more they're movies. Are you kidding? They're like, they're set. They're just using with that, that property yeah, to yeah, the death. <laughs> I, I walk into the Disney store now just to look at all the Star Wars toys. I'm like, why can't they make this for adults? Like, <laughs> some of the coolest costumes and stuff like that ever. And, you know, they're totally banking in on it, but who can blame them? You know, it's, exactly. it's pretty awesome. I went to Kohl's yesterday, and um, even Kohl's has like um, a a line of like Star Wars clothing for females like really kind of like higher fashion clothing not like the graphic (laughs) tees and stuff like that like literally like you know jewel bejeweled like faces of like Darth Vader and stuff I'm like this is insane like insane how much this is like really like infiltrating everything everything so so yeah, just just alone listening to how how websites crashed and apps crashed just to buy tickets. the buy the tickets. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I think it's cool though to know that you know a franchise still set has so much pull, right? And that cinema is benefiting benefiting from it, you know, because it's and that yeah, that's definitely one franchise that spans generations. It, it really does. It can be given to any age person, and they're probably going to find at least a handful of things they like about it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome to see, like, five-year-olds now playing with lightsabers and stuff and knowing that it's been around for so long and that it still has that effect on on everyone. Right. You know, you got the five-year-old with a lightsaber and then you got the 35-year-old who's sitting there with a lightsaber too and, like, dressed <laughs> up as a Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's crazy, like, how much it's affected, you know, every generation. So, it's cool. So, that, yep, that's the big thing. That's December. That's... Yeah, December 17th, I think. Yeah, it's like right around the corner. (laughs) 
November, That's we don't real even Christmas. care about it. Exactly. December 25th, forget that. <laughs> December 17th, where it's at. <laughs> um, going back to... Okay, did you watch Daredevil? The, the show? The show. I didn't finish the you season. You didn't finish? Okay. I didn't. But what did you think of it? I think it's really well done. Okay. It's really, really well done. Um, I'm not a huge comic book person. Right. And, um, I mean, I can kind of hold my own with some characters because I've listened to all you guys talk over the years about them. And um, I do buy, you know, comic books from once in a while, usually, like, just because I'll go into a comic book store and, like, I really like the artwork, so I'll pick it up and I'll get into it, you know, stuff like that. But I don't really have, like, a big following of any of the the characters. So for me, Daredevil, um, I think the only knowledge I had of it was the Ben Affleck movie, Mm -hmm. which for me, when I watched it, it was just a Ben Affleck movie. Like, I really (laughs) didn't think that it was, you know, I didn't know about the comic book story. I didn't know anything behind any of the backstory. So um, I learned more about Daredevil because of all of you guys. And when the show came out on Netflix, I watched um, some of the episodes and I love the actor. I thought the show's really well done. I enjoyed it a lot. I just, there's so many shows that I'm watching. I just haven't gotten around to finishing it. A lot of the people that I knew that watched it and started watching it, um, finished it in like one sitting because it was, it was that. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I I, I, I imagine, you know what I mean? Um, I guess the only reason I bring it up is because, um, I just wanted to get to Punisher. No, no, no. Well, yeah, the Punisher is going to be in the <laughs> okay. next season. No, the reason I don't I'm bringing know why it up I is because <laughs> the next uh, show to come out that's Marvel and Netflix is the Jessica Jones show, and I know that you liked Breaking Bad, which Kristen Ritter was in. So, I I like her. So I was wondering what you think of the show that she's. It's what November seventeenth, twenty somewhere around there that that show is going to be coming on Netflix. What did you think about? Because they just released a, a full trailer. Yeah, I of watched that it. Show. Okay. I watched it because. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not familiar with the character. And neither am I, actually. For a comic book reader, I'm not really familiar with Yeah, like, with I'm not Jessica familiar Jones. at all. But I really like her. I, I enjoy her performances, and I think that she can probably do some really cool stuff with it. And I think, I think just from the trailer alone, it doesn't look like a lot of other comic book... It's uh, different. Show. Yeah, exactly. It's very different in the way that they're doing this show, I think. And so I was wondering what your opinion was, being not the biggest comic book fan. You know what? Um, I don't. I don't judge like just because it's like a comic book, you know, story or not. Like it's not like I go in thinking like, oh, this is another comic book, mm-hmm. you know, storyline that they're just you know turning into a TV show or whatever. Um, I like that it's a female lead. I think that that's cool because you know it, it'll be awesome to kind of like watch this. I don't even know what. what I mean. I've never heard of her. You know what I mean? I've right. really never heard of her. Exactly. So I don't know what to expect. But based on the trailer, like, I love the concept and I love that it's different. It's it's not something right. that you've seen before. And choosing her as a lead, as an actress, she's she's quirky. Like, she's not, you know, your typical. She's not your typical. You're no. not. Yeah, no. I like, I like that too. I mean, I think she's beautiful, but it's like a different beautiful for tv i don't know if that makes any She's, sense at all well i mean you could look at look at hollywood it's like uh, f- young female actresses have to be very um 
open to anything like kind of be oh yes i'll do that yeah i'll do that i'll change my whatever you know but Kristen ritter's characters usually come off a little bit more abrasive and yes. tougher yes stuff like that and i and i totally get that and it, it's working for her she, you I, know, it totally it's is kind of like, like uh like abby praza kind of you know like the yeah coming i mean off abby more abrasive. <laughs> she's she's out there you know what i mean <laughs> like but but it's true it's a different type of um portrayal of, mm-hmm. of a female and it's cool because it's not just that oh, i'm pretty i'm here to be pretty i'm here to be the love interest right. does that make sense no no know? exactly so it's cool to kind of see them be more you know quirky more unique more their own person than just being kind of like the romantic interest in something i and mean then- and then coming from the other side of this, the, being that it's a comic book based show, she's got superpowers. And I've heard other people or other articles say that just because you have superpowers doesn't mean you have to be a superhero. She or or she like basically her character is uh, running her own private investigation, and she's not trying to be part of the superhero world. She doesn't want even just because she has these powers, she doesn't want to have to use them. So I think that's also an, another. Dichotomy, or you know, another part of the show that's going to be different than other things that we've seen. And I agree with you. I agree with you because superheroes are built up to just be about their power, right? And then this one's finally like, well, no, I'm me, and I have this, and I don't need this to be me. me. Yeah. And I think that that's really, really cool. Which I mean, because I mean, if you think about it, we've since 2000 now, at least the I mean, well, since early. 70s when Spider-Man first came out and there with great great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of going the opposite direction, you know. I have And great I'm okay power. with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's cool because um she's not depending on on that to build her life or build her who she is, you know. So, I think it'll be interesting. We'll have to watch it and we'll have to talk about it. Definitely. That way, that way we can kind of see if we were <laughs> right or if it's going to turn into, you know, more, more about her same. power. Yeah. 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 No, I I get that. Uh, which also talking about Netflix, I know that uh, a couple months ago you were talking about Narcos. Great! Have, I've only watched like three episodes, and I love it. I just haven't gotten around to watching more episodes. It, it, it's great. Like I, um, the quality of the show. First of all, you know what I mean. Like you see it, and it's you, you see that they've had a, had a pretty good budget for it, and the acting is good. I think one of the only things that kind of bothers me just a little bit. I love the actor that plays Pablo Escobar. I think he's great. Okay. Um he was in um the Matt Damon movie where is it Elysium? Okay. I, I believe who, that he was in Elysium. Who is he in Elysium? Because um, I don't I really I don't remember seeing this guy in anything before. I don't know I, how I, much of that is makeup on uh, to make him look I like mean, Pablo Escobar. I, I, or? I think he was kind of like a geekier character okay. in Elysium. So in this one, obviously, like he gained a little weight. His hair's, you know, yeah, the he's got Pablo the mustache. Escobar, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he looks a little bit different, but he's actually um, Brazilian. Okay, he's from Brazil, so his first language is Portuguese, not Spanish, not Spanish, right? And I speak Spanish, so when I'm watching it. His accent is really heavy in Spanish. <laughs> so, like, it's a Portuguese um, accent in Spanish. Right. And it kind of takes me out of it sometimes. Does it? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, listening to him. I know what a Colombian is supposed to sound like. Okay. And, like, it takes me out of it because I'm listening to him. And he, there's times where he's in it. And he's going pretty good. And then you can hear <laughs> the Portuguese accent flip on. And you're like, 
okay. sounded wrong. Like, it, like I, I get what you're saying. It doesn't. It's not like upsetting you, but it's 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 definitely nug- pulling at your brain. And, and, like, it's, I don't and I think it's it. more like automatic for me, like because I know who Pablo Escobar is. Like you've you know watched like documentaries where they have you know interviews, interviews with, him. with him and stuff like that. So you you hear his dialect, and I'm a big crime person like I love following like historical crime bosses and stuff like that specifically like Pablo Escobar and the whole cocaine wars and stuff like that I will watch any documentary on it I will watch like literally I'm obsessed you know so like when this came out I was like hell yeah like this is awesome it's going to be a show that explains everything is historical because that was a big part of you know history the whole right yeah and um and and it's really well done and then that little like just <laughs> mm, like you you were listening to him and it's and I feel bad saying it because I don't want to take away from his performance because he's excellent you know but I know that like for someone who might not speak Spanish they don't pick it up because they don't they don't distinguish the you know what I mean yeah. in the same way that I do so um, uh, that's the only thing that I could say that kind of bugs me about it. But it's a great show. I think they're doing such a really good job with it. And um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it for a second season. I don't know if it's really? been renewed. You know what I mean? Like that's unfortunate because I think like the the, the sh- episodes that I've seen, like with Pedro Pascal. Yes. Uh, you know, I think he's doing an incredible job. He's awesome. And he came like as an actor. I feel like he just came out of nowhere. He did. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where have you been? It's like, like I saw him in Graceland. Saw him in The Mentalist, and then I saw him in Game of Thrones. Like he well, played the Red Viper. And yeah. Then, and then yeah. This. And it's not like Graceland. There was a lot. No. You know, <laughs> he was he was a tiny part. He was of that a show. minor minor role, and like. You see him and you're like, this is like, you feel good for him. Like, this is awesome that he's. That's what and I was thinking. I was just thinking that right now. I was like, oh, you know, it's, 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 it's fortunate for him as an actor because he's kind of ethnically ambiguous. Very ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> and like, if he gets enough tan, he can play a certain role. If he, he learns to speak, you know, with the speech coach or dialect coach, he can do other things. And it's very fortunate for him as an actor. But then it's unfortunate for like us because I don't know. As a viewer, it's like I feel like, oh, that seems weird that he can play any ethnicity, and I'm okay with it. But then again, I, he's just a good it. actor. Yeah. I mean, but right now we're living in an era where, like, everyone throws a fit about... That's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, Aloha. Do, do you remember all of the controversy with Aloha? I didn't know that there was so much controversy with that movie. I liked it. I watched it. I hated it. Really? I really didn't like it. <laughs> which doesn't surprise me. But, like, I really... I struggled through that movie. Okay. Um... And I loved all the actors in it. Like, I love Bradley Cooper. I love Emma Stone. I love John Krasinski. And I love Rachel McAdams. Uh-huh. And Alec Baldwin's in there. Like, it's a great cast. Right. And then they everyone threw a fit because they used Emma Stone to As play... As a Hawaiian, native Hawaiian? No, or... it was like, she's like... She's an Asian. Oh, that's what it was. Half Asian, half... I don't know what else. But they're like, why couldn't you have used... An, and it's like, I don't think that acting... I don't know that that I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble, but it's like I feel like if you audition for something and you're you earn it by auditioning for that role, like it shouldn't matter what race you are. Right, I get, I get but, what and you're it goes saying both too. ways. Right, you know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, well, that character's supposed to be black, and they, you know, um, 
picked someone that's white. You know, for example, like I heard there was a rumor that like um, Michael B. Jordan was going to get Boba Fett. Really? Have you not heard that? No. Which I don't even, it worries me because it's like, I don't even think you see Boba Fett's face ever. No, you don't. So like, I'm scared, I'm scared that they're going to turn Star Wars and because they're trying to get star power into it, that they're going to like make Michael B. Jordan Boba Fett and then they're going to show his face. Okay. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. With, and I think it happened with um, Dread, with Judge the Judge Dread movie, mm-hmm. where he didn't show his face. The actor, what's his face? Carl didn't Urban. Show, yeah, he didn't show his face at all in the in the in the latest one. Right. In he Dread. always had the helmet on, which is and the way it is in the comic. It is, and I think that that's so awesome to you know, especially yeah, because Carl be Urban authentic. might not be the hugest star. He's not Hugh Jackman, but he is. He is a pretty big star. He is. He's and in I a think lot of he's great a things. great actor. And he's a great actor. So and like he, when 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 they did that in 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 Dread, I was like, that's awesome. And then I keep hearing that they might be using Michael B. Jordan to play Boba Fett in Star Wars, and I'm like, I hope, <laughs> I hope they don't do that. And then the thing is that you, you don't know. Well, you hope that they're they're picking Michael B. Jordan because he's the best for the role, not because he's a, a huge star. He's, and he's an up and coming star, right. and like they just want to push that. And, 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 you know, it's, it's little things like that that have to do with, like, either using the star power or, you know, oh, well, you got to make sure that you're ethnically correct when you're casting someone. And it's, like, it's not just about your acting anymore. There's a lot of, like, politics that are going in behind it as well. And it's, like, crazy to me because, like, the whole thing with Emma Stone, it's, like, who Maybe they care. Like, I, get, I get what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? And I don't want to say it in a wrong way where right. I'm yeah. sounding like a bitch that I'm like, no, because, I mean, I'm a minority. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, but at the same time, like. You want who's best for the role. Correct. It doesn't matter what their ethnicity it's is. It's like, and it's like, um, what's her face? She's like trying to get the role of Supergirl or whatever. Um, Ronda Rousey. Is it Supergirl? Oh, Captain Marvel. She's Captain trying to, Marvel. Yeah. You don't. Uh, you think uh, that they, it'd be it'd be stunt casting? It'd it be, would because she's she's very popular and very hot right now. So yes, and it like would she, not give us the best movie. Have you seen Fast and the Furious? Like she <laughs> she's, she's not a she, no great she's not actress. a great actress in that. Nothing against her because if she got good in the next couple of months, I'm like yes, do it. You know what I mean? Like because she's a badass, you right. know. But like acting wise. You don't also want to take take away from the craft and like take away from the movie and making it the best movie it can be, just because you want a big name that's got a lot of popularity behind it. You know, I, I get would, it. I, I get I'd, it. I'd pick the underdog every single day who has the better <laughs> acting chops. You know, so it's you know it, it, it's it's crazy that it's come to that. You know that oh well, it's not right that you know so and so didn't get the part because they had to give it to someone who's. Here, you know, I right. don't know. It's, no, I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But so, I, you know what? You're totally right. <laughs> so everyone, this I is think Erica it's your Martinez. Fault, though. It's your fault. Why? Because we started, and I was like nervous because I've never done one of these. Right. So I was like, all right, what, what the hell am I going to do? What are we going to talk about? And then you're like, let's just talk. Yeah, just exactly. I was just and it, it literally has been just a conversation. <laughs> like I feel like it's us hanging out. Just it's talking. true. And like I, like I was gonna say, you were one of the few people that I could talk to about TV because you watch TV like the way, same way I watch TV. We 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 consume a lot of shows. Yeah. And and try and keep up with it. So uh, a lot of people don't watch TV that much anymore. At least the people in my circles. Yeah. So. For sure. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy our conversations Absolutely, about it. Absolutely. I do too. <laughs> so, is Erica Martinez, 
joining me on Hey Mitch this week. And that was Mitch Pompeo, <laughs> and he just introduced me. And I want to thank him for you know letting me hang out. With All him right, for a while. Well, thank so you. It was fun. Is there any social media that you want to promote that you're, you're on? <laughs> no. Do you? Do you, I? I know you're you're on just about everything, but I, I your am, Instagram account, anything I, like that. I'm not interesting that way. Like, I literally don't post, like, at all. I don't have a Twitter. No. I I, I have an Instagram account, and it's literally pictures of my family and me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a Facebook, and I never post anything on Facebook either. <laughs> Everything's in my mind. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the good thing. You you wait to tell these people in person, you know, yeah. you talk to talk to people yeah. in person. I like, I like following you guys. You guys do all the work, so... So, well, she's out there if you want to Google her, but meet her in person because she's much, much lovelier that way. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, If you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter mostly, most more than anything else. So it's at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Um, it is difficult. Follow it's weird. him. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, Geek Elite Radio at Geek Elite Radio, geekeliteradio.com, Geek Elite Radio on Facebook. We have all these things. And <laughs> I just got a Stitcher, Stitcher account this week. That thing, we are on that. And that thing is awesome to listen to podcasts. So everybody should go get themselves a Stitcher account. It is unbelievable. Um, I guess that's it for this week. Until next time, I'm going to say geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.